ttraffic.com Yeah, we stick it up Freedom, freedom, freedom Yeah, bust the game Bust the game Give me freedom, some kind of freedom I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, yeah, I just chill When I creep, I'm saying, God, give me freedom Some kind of freedom I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, yeah, I just chill When I creep Traffic coming through, creeping in my ride Till I hear the whoop, whoop I see them lights, yeah they won't fuck with you cause they got the time and they got them nines, look out from behind, they ain't serving and protecting, they more like tax collecting cause they issue more tickets than they do soft crimes, murderers and rapists they don't want those guys, they looking for pot smokers and jokers sniffing lines, now I see them walking up to my car from the side, I got my ID out to identify, my hands on the steering wheel in plain sight, music turned off, Cause you see I'm not a threat I wanted him to notice Cause like dealing with a baboon Please don't provoke him He stand behind my window Hand on the pump So I hold it up He grab my car slowly Hand by the holster I shrug my shoulders not a peep, no self-incrimination Anytime you talk to police, it's an interrogation I say, God, give me freedom, some kind of freedom I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, I just chill When I creep, say, God, give me freedom Some kind of freedom, I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, I just chill God, I wanna chill Back in my ride, tell no truth and tell no lie He said step out the car and slowly I comply Keep my mouth shut, homie, cause I ain't talking I rolled up the window, closed the door and I locked it If he wanna search my car, he gotta dig in my pockets And I don't consent to no search of my property He said it doesn't matter, he gon' call a canine To come sniff my car for cane and say nines And I don't give a fuck, I got nothing to hide I'm just trying to prove a point, I'm trying to draw the line I don't see no victims here, I don't see no crimes Nothing's been committed here, nothing has occurred He just picked me out at random to harass me on the curb Go and solve some real crime, fuck her, leave us all alone I want freedom, 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 freedom Give me freedom, some kind of freedom I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, I just chill When I creep, I'm saying, God, give me freedom Some kind of freedom, I wanna live my life in peace I don't want lip from the fucking police I just wanna chill, I just chill God, I wanna chill, God, I just chill God, I wanna chill, God, I just chill God, I want freedom Freedom, 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 freedom. God give me freedom, some kind of freedom. I wanna live my life in peace. I don't want lip from the fucking police. I just wanna chill, God just chill. When I keep on saying, God give me freedom, some kind of freedom. I wanna live my life in peace. Welcome to Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding. 
It is Wednesday, January 25th, 2017. I'm your host, Jeremiah Harding, and the song you just heard was Freedom by Sea Traffic. Hope you're listening to Miami, man. Now, as the title of this show suggests, uh, this is going to be primarily focused on shit that should get you angry. Now, listeners, I don't know which side you're on when it comes to politically motivated violence, but my views on the subject are that essentially the only time violence is acceptable is when it's in retaliation or defense against violence of another sort. Now, I've seen a lot, a lot of hatred and resentment for fellow citizens lately, and it's gotten me pretty angry. I see uh, leftist flag burners being threatened by veterans in, in parks uh, who say that they're there to beat up liberal pussies, essentially. I see people bringing sharpened protest signs and other weapons to Milo Yiannopoulos events, and then I see Richard Spencer get punched in the ear. And everybody who's involved in these sorts of acts of either violence or planned violence, they all have ways of justifying it. Doesn't seem justifiable to me. If you give a goddamn about the First Amendment, then you should realize that free speech is valuable in a free society. And that sort of value shouldn't just apply in your mind to what the government can censor. It should be universal. If you can't say what you want in whatever way that you want, as long as it's just speech or, you know, just involving your property and your domain, then what freedom do you really have? Because think about it. Speech is not action in the same way that physically interacting with the world is an action. Speech is verbalization of thought. So essentially, if somebody wants to control what you're able to say, publicly, privately, it isn't just that they don't want you to say it. They don't even want you thinking it. They're offended by the concept of that idea existing in somebody's mind. Or maybe that they could act on that idea. And instead of having a conversation about it like a rational human being and trying to change somebody's mind, possibly make the world a better place overall, violence? You want to hit somebody for saying something you disagree with. You're going to make their point to somebody else. Or a crowd of somebody else. They want to say the right is irrational, so they're going to burn a flag. And your response is, stomp my flag, I'll stomp your ass. You know, 
ignoring the fact that it's not your flag they'll probably stomp anyway, but it's definitely your flag because you were born on this piece of fucking dirt. You want to hit somebody for saying things you disagree with with reference to race. Well, to his supporters, now the opposite side has committed an act of violence on a figurehead. And you don't think that that will make anybody gravitate toward the ideas he's... Why the fuck not? If you're going to show yourself so irrational that you can't talk to somebody about the words they're saying, so irrational that you need to use violence against that person. You don't think that'll inform your side to your opposition? You don't think that they'll use that as an excuse to fight you even harder? When in history has it ever helped to attack a figurehead? I mean, Hitler himself has been dead for almost a hundred years now, and he arguably has more devoted followers now than when he could conscript people into his army. Because it turns out that when you make a martyr out of somebody by making them seem like the victim of some sort of system or violence or something, that it doesn't really matter what they did, they can still be lionized. Whether it's, you know, Adolf Hitler, who, who, who was responsible for the deaths of countless minorities and six million Jews. Or Che Guevara, who is idolized by the left, even though he was murderous and homophobic and racist. Violence against people who have not committed acts of violence will never do anything but promote their message. Even violence against people who have committed violence generally makes their point to somebody. The only time when you could possibly do a good job of fighting the good fight while using violence against somebody like that is if he took power and his jackboots were marching down your street and you took out your gun and you shot some motherfuckers. You know, people who were actively engaged in the process of oppressing somebody else, using violence against somebody else. Those are the sorts of people who you could safely use violence against and still have some hope of not giving the other side de facto traction. But no, somebody said some things that both myself and probably the person who punched him in the ear would disagree with. And instead of using that person as an object lesson for how you shouldn't be philosophically, 
and proving that by proving that their ideas were better and that their ideas could stand the test of some sort of dialogue. They made this person's point to scores of people. Lots and lots of people are chalking this up to the violent mentality of the left. It's been called a sucker punch, you know, and it qualifies. And people are saying that this is symptomatic of the mentality of the person who theoretically hit him. That doesn't help. All right? It helps no one. It may make somebody feel good to see it happen, and it certainly probably made the person who did it feel pretty damn happy with themselves for however long. But in the end, if you want your movement to succeed, you have to rise above the enemy's standards. You have to be better than them. You know, I don't see those same sorts of people attacking Trump. The person who actually has power to do something about it. Who, if he's as white nationalist as many people claim he is, will do something about it. They attack a man who says something they disagree with, not the man who's in charge of an empire that they'd likely disagree with. Instead of attacking the source of the potential problem, they just really wanted to feel good about themselves. And yeah, maybe there's some sort of movement that can spring out of this, the punch Nazis movement. But first off, I mean, you, you should check out the harmful opinions vid on that. Because there are so many people that have been mislabeled or just lumped in together with these people that it's stunning. Even being on Gab is suspect now because of this Twitter asshole who published a list. The list was of donors uh, to Gab.ai, the up-and-coming social networking site that's supposed to replace Twitter eventually be a platform for free, unrestricted speech. And so obviously it attracted, it attracted some extremists. And those extremists are now likely all on this list. Along with probably a bunch of other people that aren't extremists at all, or at the very least might even sympathize with the person who made the list. And this isn't considered atrocious. The fact that basically these days, just anyone can be called a bigot, and the fact that that bigotry can now be instant authorization for them to be under attack is very fucking dangerous. Especially to valuable political activism on the fucking left. 
you want to make your opponent look as terrible as possible. And you can't do that once a hysterical notion can translate immediately into an act of violence against anyone. Be precision. Be targeted. Don't sink to the level of somebody who would generalize anyone. Because when you do that, you create enemies, many of whom could have been allies. Enemies out of entire classes of people you've never met. Because you've encouraged the idea that it's okay for a few innocents to get caught in the crossfire as long as you get your temporary emotional fix. And if Trump starts enacting fascist policies, like en masse, and he has an army of people like Richard Spencer below him to do what he says when he says, if this turns into Nazi Germany, only in this case Nazi USA, then I absolutely endorse the idea of violent self-defense against that sort of state. And I think most other people would as well. If there were actual jackboots marching down the street, you might have some ground to stand on there. Most people could agree that some Orwellian dystopian future shouldn't happen. But even then, like, you've got the irrationality of the programmed masses. I mean, we, we've got essentially militarized police already and a huge amount of laws on the books. You know, wh where's these people punching the chiefs of intelligence agencies in the ear? Where are these people punching, you know, Hillary Clinton in the ear for, for supporting corporatist fascism? Where are these why aren't these people up in arms about Bernie Sanders' third fantastic house and the fact that the money from his campaign didn't go to the needy? Where are these people when you need them? I mean I'm pausing a lot because it's just such a frustrating time. I don't support Trump. I won't support Trump. I wouldn't have supported Hillary, and I didn't support her, and I actively worked against her when she was running for office. And I could have a ton of allies, but now it seems as though merely being a supporter of certain ideas is okay territory for assault. There are no allies there. Not unless the war you fight is against somebody else's right to believe what they want and to then voice their beliefs. You know, I'm an anarchist. I oppose all power structures, 
And I think Richard Spencer's ideas are shit. I think the idea of trying to oppose one collectivist society by building another is counterintuitive as fuck. But there is a such thing as picking your battles. Knowing when to strike and when not to. And when somebody is simply speaking on the street, it is a dumb fucking idea to punch them if you don't want allies to build on their side. You have people that hate his guts taking his side. Realizing that the left is terrible and violent, even if most of them aren't represented by that one person who punched him in the ear. The same sort of people that would probably oppose sharpened protest signs and other sorts of weapons carried at the Milo event. There was a gunshot there at his Cyberbullying Isn't Real event in Washington. And this is exactly what the elites want. They want us fighting each other so that we don't fight fucking them. Richard Spencer has terrible ideas, but he's not government. He's not with the state just because he has statist ideas. And he's not with the Trump administration in any official capacity as far as public record goes as of today. So you're opposing a man who isn't involved in your oppression and spending your energy saying punch this guy instead of oppose this policy Trump has going. Instead of having some well-reasoned, well-rounded activism, you're saying, yeah, let's just punch citizens on the street. And that's a fucking problem. The Bilderberg Group is very happy when chaos like this happens, because it's minimal chaos. It causes very little property damage. Uh, I don't even think he went to the hospital. Um, I might be wrong about that. But they don't have to fund anything involving it. They just have to uh, embrace the idea of greater control Because citizens feel unsafe. You don't help your side by making potential opponent converts feel unsafe to be over there. You don't hurt your enemy by making a public spectacle of how irrational you are. Because, yeah, people can say it's totally rational to punch a Nazi, but in the end, you didn't make a philosophical statement by, by doing that. You didn't say, this is why you shouldn't be a Nazi. You just punched somebody. You made somebody else 
a victim in the eyes of a group. And that group can then spread that idea around. You know, I don't agree with his ideas, but I also don't agree with him being punched. But then those people who say that may also decide that his ideas are something to look into because his name is in more newspapers. His name is in more broadcasts. This is also what happens whenever there's, like, a mass shooting. The shooter isn't slowed down at all by the concept of being widely covered on the news as a monster. The shooter knows that that coverage will immortalize them. The shooter knows that there will be copycat shooters, that there will be people there to shoot other people. This is how copycatting works. And it's the same with this sort of virtue-signaling assault. Oh, if somebody hits me because I'm a leftist, that's oppression. That's class war. But if I punch a Nazi in the ear, that's just retaliation. Even if I can't verify that they're Nazi, even if the reason that I'm saying punch a Nazi is because I think that there are many more of them than there are due to false coverage from a bunch of other parties, it essentially boils down to the at least hypocritical-seeming idea of it's okay when we do it. And if violence against political thought, against political speech, is okay when you do it, in your eyes, and if that's the reason you do it, then don't be surprised when your opponents, being human as well, decide that it's fine for them to do it as well. I mean, as an anarchist, one of the things that I encounter quite frequently is the helicopter meme, where Pinochet uh, is throwing a leftist out of a helicopter, and this is considered a joke. But it's also considered a serious political philosophy to a lot of people. And the reason they consider it that way? Well, the same reason you say it's okay for you. This attitude of intolerance of conflicting opinions will not be the savior of any nation or any people. It will be the death of discourse and the furthering of whatever Reich or kingdom or serfdom comes out of it. You want the initiation of a fascist tyrannical government? Make their supporters, make the people who are in the class that you oppose seem like the victim party to a large enough number of people 
And you can get public perception to say, well, I don't like any of this, but, you know, it was a long time coming. I don't like even remotely approaching defending this person. I don't think any of the well-reasoned and actually skeptical minds of the internet like doing this. It certainly doesn't make us look good. The audio sounds like defending a Nazi. But if we want a free society, we have to oppose an imposition on that freedom wherever it is. And I think it would be very difficult to argue that physical violence against somebody because they believe something you don't want them to, or because they dare to then say that thing, which, by the way, just makes anyone who does say it seem brave to fucking somebody, can even be considered a component of a free society, much less a motivator. I don't like it when the right does it, when they threaten or actively hurt somebody who's doing something they disagree with politically. You know, the, the, the example I always bring up is flag burning or desecration of, of a general sort. And I don't like it when the left does it by bringing sharpened protest signs to somebody's speaking event or by punching them in the fucking ear. We need to be fighting the elites. We have common ground there. The Rothschilds are not going to stop transferring wealth to the powerful because you punched Richard Spencer in the ear. The 1% will grow and strengthen on a daily basis no matter how many times you punch Richard Spencer in the ear or any number of Richard Spencer people. In fact, you doing that might embolden them because they might get this the idea that they can do whatever they want and we'll just fight each other like the fucking proles we are. God, it makes me angry. For people that believe in the notion of class war, I oftentimes find social justice warriors and the left to be so illiterate of this class war and how to best fight it, it's stunning. It just takes a little research to find out who the bastards are. They're well-connected. There's a fucking Business Insider article on the Bilderberg Group. You can fight these motherfuckers. We can win before I fucking die of old age. But instead, we're fighting each other because that's what's in vogue and because you can make a fucking hashtag about it.
Uh, anyway, that was a much longer rant on that specific subject than I intended it to be. <laughs> but, I guess it just goes to show you that when I get on a subject, it's really hard to pull me off. Uh, fucking... That's why when I was on a show recently on YouTube, it was gonna be like a fucking hour, and it turned into like four, or very close to it. I think it was like three hours and 53 minutes. Ugh, man. It's fucking absurd. People should fight the real enemy. Know your enemy, and then strike the root. Because you're not going to win by punching an infinite number of people in the ear. Much less high-profile ones that, that can then claim that, Oh, I was just saying something and I was attacked. No, wait for him to do something and then destroy him. Why is that so hard? Wait for somebody to act. Wait for somebody to prove what an aggressive cunt they are and then cut them down. <sighs> anyway, point is, we could be fighting better. And if we fought better, if we realized the true stratification of power, and if we started striking at the centers of this power, we stand a chance of a very strong victory. But if we don't, if we keep on fighting each other, the only thing it'll do is increase the polarization of the people and make us easier to control and divert our time and resources away from the true motherfuckers. Because Richard Spencer is not the 1%. He didn't divert wealth and resources from nearly anybody to nearly anybody. If you're on the left, you are wasting your time by opposing him. If you're on the right, you're wasting your time opposing flag burners because those people aren't a threat to the Constitution. In fact, they're using their constitutional liberties to do something you disagree with. You know, there are countless other examples of violent motherfuckers who just don't like what somebody else has to say. And all of them need to go in order to maintain a free society. All of them need to either pack up their shit and leave the revolution, or realize that they have a much, much better place in it. God, there's so much time to waste. And people are doing just that. <laughs> anyway, I think I'm well past the time for... Uh, Transitioning into the news segment, so let's do that. Help! Help, police! Hey, I got problems of my own right now. Oh boy, this is gonna get worse before it gets better. Yo, free country, yeah? Let me say a few things. Saying what I wanna say, saying it twice Saying it on holiday, say it all night Throw your megaphone, say it thrice, say it nice Play it loud, may as well say it now Fuck the police, biggest thugs on the streets with a slick up Just doing my job, I was told so I follow it, now empty your pockets for the monarchy Monopoly, what? This future bearing not an easy body The reason for the poverty, mum He's treating us a lot of it, deceiving us a god Because when they took an oath, they swore to uphold I'm false and they broke that cold When they started enforcing all this policy for profit No, statutes and act 
sample When they ask if you understand Well, twisting your hand up your back like no wonder man You say yeah, but in legal speak Understand means to stand under authority Don't believe me, no bother G Go Google it for free, don't honour me Just a cocky little man trying to shed a little honesty And honestly, tap for tap there, dishonesty has got to me With minimal thanks to the crown I see a criminal gang taking over my town Wow Scared of who they're chasing, I'm more scared they're gonna smash my face And I'll be for a statement, take me to the station and demand a fucking payment Throw me in a cage and leave me waiting, never raided by the streets and shovel papers Looking crazy cause I'm trouble with my neighbours and we pay for this It's crazy god forsaken, enough to put me off my bacon What if you got robbed, who would you call, what choice do I have when that's it, that's all One system for all, that's why they got you by the ball When service don't have to compete, you don't have to improve It can just keep getting wicked and blame it on the youths for not following the rules Never you better know who's who Any true view gonna cost a few No hot food locked up when he strip you new Two dude crackling like schoolgirls Tell me now who learns Who earns as the truth burns And who rules this herd What the fuck is a queen What is this the stone age G's How can there be democracy when we've still got a monarchy Are you kidding me man it's kids logic Anarchy just means without rulers But the media puts a cruel spin on it Like we're too simple to ever think for ourselves and thrive Please it's a lie YouTube John Harris, it's an illusion I myself with knowledge and free your mind There's another way <laughs> Keep the faith Peace What you see is what you get and what you get is what you see My only real goal is to find the real me Cut the corporate chains and declare myself free Liberate my soul from Illuminati When I'm sitting drinking thinking I'm as conscious as can be Fuck your crown and your gills and your whole family Equal economy, ha, tell it to my balance sheet No manager can manage me Should be trying to win for truth, I'm the catalyst I'm a kiss, busting fallacies are part of me No one can father me I'm no fighter but I'm hard to beat See over there, yeah, but you're a part of me Do you know it's hard to see? You gotta start believing to start perceiving Beliefs create reality, you better believe me And dropping negativity might not be easy And I don't give a what's it if my rhymes are cheesy Offering philosophy the best way I see Not asking nicely I taste pretty sour if you try to fight me I make sweet love when you try to fight me Bet inside just like me, don't lie to spite me Make your mind up, for it makes you Break your time up, for it breaks you Running all sorts of unconscious nonsense Squinting your eyes like Pierce Brosnan Two hits of acid I see straight through All the bullshit reservedness you're all trying to do Inside you feel worthless Nobody knew that their life had a purpose Truer than truth 
Now look at the picture, you're the fan, I'm the shit and I'm here to hit you About to make reality a permanent fixture When I'm dead, done and buried, but I know that I missed you Like a part-time Schindler without the lister, Mr. Vista Heard it all before I took your girl and I kissed her Bit beside the point, I'm a bit of a drifter Two parallel realities, I'm passing the vista I'll bang the same drum till you remove your makeup Shattered consciousness, let me prove the breakup We all came from the same place, same start Big bang, all man from the same start All here, all years in subjective parts Let's dance to the beat of the collective heart Bring the fire to inspire, spread the message far I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make sense There's wealth in the collective, two cents You think you're better than me? I'm better than you You're a fool With no real knowledge Just schooling You're losing They fight for your attention For your awareness Don't get careless Put your doubts on the shelf Occupy yourself Occupy yourself There's nobody else Occupy yourself There's nobody else Nobody else So the songs you just heard were Dean Maroney's Something Is Definitely Wrong and Occupy Yourself. Check him out on Bandcamp if you uh, want free downloads of those songs. So, as per the (laughs) two-episode-old tradition, uh, I'll be reading the headlines from antiwar.com involving deaths overseas. So let's dive into that. Since January 18th, headlines have read, Operations wrapping up in eastern Mosul, 131 killed in Iraq. January 19th, militants execute civilians in Mosul, 101 killed across Iraq. January 20th reads, Executions in Kirkuk, 102 killed in Iraq. January 21st reads, More Camp Spiker victims found, 88 killed in Iraq. And then further headlines read, On January 22nd, Army Colonel among 72 killed in Iraq. January 23rd, Government executes militants for 2014 massacre, 97 killed in Iraq. And then... Finally, East Mosul under complete government control, 173 killed in Iraq. And keep in mind, this is what you could be fighting if you weren't punching people in the ear. Just thought I'd say that. Then on copblock.org, we have headlines reading... Las Vegas Metro Police Department conducted raid on homeless camp just before Christmas. The article text reads, In a pre-Christmas raid, Las Vegas police swept homeless people from a neighborhood park. During the eviction, the persons inside the square were allowed only 60 seconds to collect their possessions before they were tossed away by police. Officers from... LVMPD took blankets and tents. Las Vegas 
was enduring historical low temperatures when the raid was conducted, ignoring laws which allow a reasonable length of time for persons to gather their possessions or store them for days. The possessions were thrown into dumpsters. The type of raid is not isolated or unusual. LVMPD operates following the premise that if life can be made hard for displaced persons, they will vanish. According to witnesses, LVMPD found f over 40 individuals in the park during the early morning raid. The homeless were given one minute to gather their possessions. Anyone failing to comply received citations. One individual, who asked for anonymity, said, We woke as the cops and maintenance crew showed up with dumpsters as they told the homeless to grab what you want and go. According to Metro Sergeant Ryan Cook, the square was selected for the operation on December 1st during a county multi-agency response team. Cook said the move was in reply to persons taking up residency in the park. According to a study released by the National Alliance to End Homelessness, Las Vegas has 50 homeless persons per 10,000 residents. That's over twice the national average of 21 homeless persons per 10,000 residents. Researchers estimate that almost 9,500 homeless people stay in Las Vegas, the country's 12th largest homeless population, despite the metro area being the 30th most populous in America. I would recommend reading the rest of the article. It'll be available in the archive for this show. Now on to the next story. Trump orders media blackout at EPA, bans use of social media, and bars new contracts. It's a repost from Zero Hedge on thefreethoughtproject.com. The Trump administration has instituted a media blackout at the EPA and barred staff from awarding any new contracts or grants, according to the AP. Emails sent to EPA staff since President Trump's inauguration on Friday and reviewed by the Associated Press detailed the specific prohibitions, banning press releases, blog updates, or posts to the agency's social media accounts. On Monday, the Huffington Post reported that the EPA grants had been frozen with agency employees barred from speaking of the matter. The memo ordering the social media blackout is shown below. It reads, I just returned from a briefing for communication directors where the following information was provided. These restrictions are effective immediately and will remain in place until further direction is received from the new administration's beach team. Please review this material and share with all appropriate individuals in your organization. If anyone on your staff receives a press inquiry of any kind, it must be referred to me so I can coordinate with the appropriate individuals in OPA. No press releases will be going out to external audiences. No social media will be going out. A digital strat strategist will be coming on board to oversee social media. Existing individually controlled social media accounts may become centrally controlled. No blog messages. The Beach team will review the list of upcoming webinars and decide which ones will go forward. Please send me a list of any external speaking engagements that are scheduled among any of your staff today through February. Incoming media requests will be carefully screened. No new content can be placed on any website. Only do cleanup where essential. List servers will be reviewed. Only send out critical messages as messages can be shared broadly and end up in the press. I will provide updates to this information as soon as I receive it. So that's interesting. 
uh, I would recommend reading the rest. And, like, the idea of a blackout always implies that there's something specific that they don't want you to see. Um, whether that's true or whether it's just a general notion of security while transitions are made is largely something that we're going to have to wait to see. But as a conspiracy theorist I am, I'm always going to think that there's something amok. In more somewhat suspicious Trump news, he froze all federal hiring except for military. You can find that article on the freethoughtproject.com as well. And the article reads, Here at the Freethought Project, we are nonpartisan and unafraid to call out the good and bad we see in Washington no matter who does it. Included in one of the many executive orders signed by President Trump today was an order for the U.S. to withdraw from the tyrannical Trans-Pacific Partnership, uh, which, side note, I think is good, but totally planned. Uh... Continuing, also included was an executive order for the federal government that implements a hiring freeze on all government jobs. Considering Bush Jr. sent federal employee employment up 17% and Obama up another 10%, placing a hiring freeze certainly seems like a good idea, and it is in theory. Trump isn't pioneering the idea of freezing government hiring. President Reagan also signed a hiring freeze on his first day in office in '81. Jimmy Carter froze federal hiring three times over in his four years in office. Both of these former presidents differ from Trump, however, as Reagan noted that there will only be exemptions in those rare and unusual circumstances where exemptions are necessary for the delivery of essential services. The only conditions to be released by the president's office for the hiring freeze so far is that all hiring stops except for military. You can read more of that article. Links for uh, everything will be in the description. And that is very suspicious. If you want something to fight, fight the idea that the military is what's going to get a huge amount of funding. Because I don't know why they would do that unless they're prepping for war. And considering the fact that the running current narrative is that Trump is working uh, very closely to not go to war with Russia... We have to wonder why the military would be excluded from a hiring freeze. Just uh, something to keep your eye on. See which countries he decides to target next. And in a similar story, uh, because he's out but his legacy remains, I would recommend, uh, and I'm not going to read any of it, but... I would recommend going to antiwar.com. There will be a link to this article and checking out an article written by Nicholas J.S. Davies um, on Obama's bombing legacy. Because if you want to know what a Nobel Peace Prize president looks like, you can see that the title doesn't mean much in the hands of somebody who preached peace during his campaign and then immediately revoked all of his promises and even joked about it at presidential dinners. This, this man was terrible, and I'm glad he's gone. But something to remember is that we must remain vigilant, because if we don't, we're leaving ourselves open for worlds of tyranny. It's up to we the people 
to be a better example for the future and how to handle diplomacy and peace and society. And if we leave it to the hands of these megalomaniacs, me, maybe Trump will prove me wrong, but I can't see it going well ever. And I know that it will expand their power, which never ends well for the common man. The state is a system of slavery, and it's time we stop fighting each other and start opposing the real motherfuckers. This has been Moment of Rage with Jeremiah Harding. And to play us out, I have a song from Derosneck called A Criminal Mind. I definitely think it's appropriate to the kind of content you can expect to see on this show from here on out. I've been your host, Jeremiah Harding, and I will see you next Wednesday. Stay frosty and fuck the state.
I feel no wrong in 